Welcome to The Phonetic. My name is Jake Fisher. I'm a writer at Sports Illustrated. Today's episode, we're going to take a look inside Gorgie Jang's development into the ideal frontcourt partner for Carl Anthony Towns in Minnesota. The Wolves were a hot pick this season to make the playoffs behind the promising young stars of Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins, Zach Levine, and then you throw in the mix of rookie point guard Chris Dunn. But Jeng's development in Minnesota is just as vital to their ascension as any other of those guys. And I spoke with Jeng and a couple other members of the Minnesota organization to take a look behind the scenes of how he's developed during his couple years with the Timberwolves. It's a really fun listen, a really good read on SI.com. So thank you for joining me. Please subscribe to the Phonetic Feed on iTunes or on SoundCloud, and please give us a five-star rating as well. Hope you enjoy. The Warriors avenged last season's loss to the Timberwolves on Saturday night, but only after Minnesota's young core flexed the muscles that led many to predict a Wolves playoff berth this April. Zach Levine dropped 31 points. Andrew Wiggins tomahawked the dunk of the year over JaVale McGee, and Carl Anthony Towns, with Draymond Green sidelined, abused the Warriors inside for 12 points in the first quarter alone. And then, the clock hovering just over one minute remaining, Gorgi Jang stepped into a three-pointer at the top of the arc. He bent his knees and softly snapped the ball above his head, like he's done on 32 catch-and-shoot attempts this season. Jang drained that triple, his fourth attempted three-pointer in consecutive games. Jang is up to eight three-point tries on the season now, having only attempted 27 during his first three years in the NBA. It's a natural transition for someone with Jang's smooth stroke. The 6'11 center had converted 13 of 29 attempts, or 44.8%, between 17 feet and the three-point line this season following that Warriors contest. It's an elite mark in the league that tied none other than Stephen Curry, according to Synergy Sports. He drained that three, but the long ball went relatively unnoticed in a game full of theatrics performed by his Timber Pups teammates. That's how it's always gone for Jeng, and he's perfectly content with it. His natural state is literally putting his head down. His conversational voice isn't much louder than a whisper. Playing a secondary character is something he's perfected since complimenting Peyton Siva and Russ Smith in college, and now dominant bigs first with Kevin Love and then Towns in Minnesota. You know, I don't really do much. Like, when I'm with them, I'm just being out there. Me. If they can't get it done, I'm going to try my best to get it done. In the Wolves' first two seasons in their post-Love era, Minnesota mixed and matched frontcourt pairings. With head coach Tom Thibodeau now at the helm, the Wolves have committed to Jeng as Towns' full-time starting frontline partner. Thibodeau simply refers to them as bigs. Neither truly has a defined position, playing off one another's strengths. But I'm going to let them run the show and, you know, I'll be there cleaning up stuff and uh, make sure I help them to finish what they're trying to get. It's hard to revert your eyes away from Towns' high post catches. His tool chest of dribble moves and head fakes and jab steps is such a delicious combination for the 21-year-old phenom. 
but dart your attention over to Jang idling on the weak side, and you'll see a motor preparing to roar to life. No, me and Cat, it's been like two years. Yeah. I know what he's able to do. And, uh, you know, I see a lot of stuff that he's doing now. I just, yeah. as soon as he got the ball, I know exactly what he's trying to do. That's the grumbling voice of Minnesota head coach Tom Thibodeau. It's other situations in which he's supposed to be on the baseline behind the basket, and then uh, leaves him to roll on a lot of pick and roll situations, just to put pressure on the rim. And that's been one of his strengths. Jang constantly scans defenses for cutting lanes off of Towns' perimeter touches. No, when he got the ball, he's going. <laughs> <laughs> He got a ball, he's gone, so I'm not even looking at anything. I'm just, he just said like a, a, a way pin down, trying to make the task easy for him. So uh, when he touched the ball, I'd be like looking to the open, the soft spot. When Towns bulldozes towards the basket, Jang can circle back to the top of the key or float out along the baselines to serve as an outlet, waiting to unfurl one of those deadly mid-range jumpers. I'm just going to make sure that, you know, I'm not going to be on his way and uh, keep the defense occupied so he can make his move. But unlike most secondary frontcourt partners, Jang combines both shooting ability with the ferocity on the offensive glass. The moment he knows Towns is set to launch one of his own smooth jumpers, he pounces. He wasn't always this lethally calculated. During his three years at Louisville, the majority of Jang's offensive production relied heavily on finishing dump-off passes from the Cardinals' penetrating guards. He finished through contact with regularity, but mostly overpowered opponents around the rim. Before Towns arrived in Minnesota, Jang refined his offensive game with Timberwolves assistant coach Vince Lagarza. They primarily drilled close-range touch shots by simulating game situations, like floating a softball over the outstretched arm of a help defender out of a pick-and-roll. Lagarza's own 6'9 frame allowed Jeng to rehearse competing against NBA bigs, and when the coach's wingspan wasn't enough to obstruct the rim, he'd tape a pad around a wiffle ball bat and protect the hoop like a taunting carnival game. The Wolves made sure to drill Jang on touch shots rather than describe the weapon as a floater, eliminating the image of a six-foot point guard lofting moon balls 14 feet into the air over a seven-foot rim protector. This season, Jang is making 61.2% of his shots around the basket, according to Synergy Sports, which is good for 13th amongst the league's bigs. The Timberwolves haven't done much tinkering with Jang's jumper. He built his mechanics under the tutelage of Holger Geschwinder, the German shooting guru who's famously mentored Dirk Nowitzki for two decades. Jang and Geschwinder met at the 2009 Basketball Without Borders event in South Africa, in which the 19-year-old Jang was named MVP. In the summer of 2010, Geschwinder stressed balance and mental poise to Jang in a German gym, a two-week layover between his voyage from Senegal to Huntington Prep. I 
was with him at a, uh, at a very young age when I just started. So I could have shoot. He's basically the one that just showed me like how to shoot and stuff like that. Unfortunately for Jang, his shot is far from symmetrical to Nowitzki's gorgeous stroke. I mean, it's, you know, that's a shot I've been working on for a long time. You know, it don't look good, but it's going in. Yeah. Like the triple Jang drain against the Warriors, he releases all of his shots after snapping the ball seemingly onto his forehead like a slingshot, bending his 7-4 wingspan in half. Geschwindner did manage to translate Nowitzki's touch, however, as evidence when Jang spots up around Towns' inside touches. We've been working tremendously hard this offseason, yeah. especially me, you know, working on my passing ability so I can be a better passer for my teammates. So, uh, you know, I've just been trying to make sure to get people in the spots they like, yeah. understanding the offense better, just being smarter logically with the ball, yeah. uh, and just, you know, putting it in spots where they have high percentage shots. So, Gorgie's been doing a great job this offseason, make sure his, his, uh, his ability is sharp and he's came in ready to play. Towns has assisted to Jang 11 times so far this season, the most he's dished to any Wolves teammate per NBA.com's tracking data. In turn, Jang is shooting 61.5% on Towns' assist opportunities. has been able to create more offensively for Minnesota, while Jeng shoulders a greater defensive load. Andrew Wiggins explains. You know, day in, day out, you know, he's probably the best big man. You know, he's putting, <clears throat> he's sacrificing his body for the whole team. You know, that, that's, what, that's what we need. You know, that's what he does for us, and that's what makes our team go. Thibodeau clearly prefers hounding premier opposing bigs with Jeng's length ceaseless energy, and athleticism, to both utilize Towns as a weak side rim protector while simultaneously spelling him for offensive artistry. Uh, I think the ability to play multiple positions, he has a defensive mindset, uh, he guards multiple positions, he's very good in pick and roll defensively, so uh, you know, it's, it's good, you know, it allows us to be big, he's uh, uh, got very good feet, he's got toughness. The next progression in Jeng's development is the continued expansion of the shooting range he's already previewed this season. Minnesota plans to complete Jeng's metamorphosis to the three-point line this offseason, which will in turn stretch opponents even more for Towns to carve up defenses, Wiggins' prolific post-up opportunities, and other fun off-ball activity. Warriors naturally present the model for the ascension Minnesota hopes for, developing in-house talent by maximizing every ounce of their youngsters' potential. The glimpses of the future are tantalizing. Minnesota was only one of two teams to knock off Golden State at home a year ago, after all. Towns, Wiggins, Levine, and rookie point guard Chris Dunn comprise a promising future. But Jeng may be the bedrock of that foundation. One of the key pieces to this game, you know, he, he does a lot of stuff that goes unnoticed that no one really talks about. Fortunately for his teammates, Jeng doesn't mind flying under the radar one bit. Quitting reminiscing about the old days. 